You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie, (laughs) that's your job. (laughs) This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. In the middle of the rubber, Elzelai starts his windup. Here it comes. Swing and a high fly ball, deep left field. Back goes Peterson, track, wall, gone! That's how you break an 0 for 14. You hit an opposite field home run into the wind and into the left field bleachers. And, of course, it's an Indians home run, so the fan chucks it almost, hitting the second base umpire in shallow center. And Bobby Bradley with his fifth home run and a great sign when he starts going opposite field again. And the Indians take a 1-0 lead on a home run to left by Bobby Bradley with two down. And that's into a pretty significant breeze. Another payoff pitch coming to Josh Naylor. Here it is. There goes Bradley, and the pitch is driven high and deep, headed to the bleachers in right center. Home run, Naylor! A two-run shot for Josh Naylor, and the Indians now lead 3-0. And again, he he said on the warm-up show he's been feeling better at the plate. Had gone through a, a tough patch, but worked hard to get through it. That is number six on the season for Naylor. 20 driven in now for Josh Naylor. And those two home runs, one from Bobby Bradley, one from Josh Naylor, were plenty for the Indians in Chicago last night as they shut out the Cubs by a final score of 4-0. But the big news, Aaron Savali leaving the game in the fifth inning with a finger issue. Nothing new to report, but the plan is to go see Dr. Graham at some point in the very near future to get checked out. So we'll keep an eye on that for you here on the Rosie Report, regular season roundup, episode number 47. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. And if you've been playing the name game with us on our episodes, uh, the numbers game really, number 47, currently being worn by Cal Quantrill, but uh, some interesting names in the past. Of course, most recently, Trevor Bauer, Award number 47 for the Tribe, and you go back, some of the names that have worn it in the past, Shelley Duncan, Joe Borowski, who did a real nice job in the 07 season, closing for that team that reached the American League Championship Series, and uh, even further back than that. Remember Tim Drew? He was uh, number 47 as well, and uh, then some some pitchers who came in toward the tail end of their careers, like Jack Morris and Jesse Orozco, so some interesting names wearing number 47 for the tribe. Well, obviously a lot to unpack from Monday night's game at Wrigley Field in Chicago. The Indians continue to play great baseball uh, under trying circumstances with the pitching injuries continuing to mount. The last two games now, they've allowed just one run, and that's remarkable. But uh, a credit to those who do get the starts and then the bullpen continuing to do fine work. And it was Brian Shaw who got the win last night with Nick Whitgren backing him up and then Emmanuel Classe and James Karinchek finishing things up. After the game, Terry Francona 
uh, weighed in on tonight's events, including the win, but also the injury to Savali. I don't think other than what I think the James put out that it was the third finger uh, an injury. We're, we, you know, obviously we're, we need to gather a lot of information. When you felt something, we got him out of there. Um, we'll, we will, we're, you know, we, it, 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 you know, 9.30 at night, not the easiest thing to, to find information. We're trying to work to see as quickly that he can see Graham as possible. Then obviously what more order. What did he tell you when, when you came out there? What was his first reaction? I, I just, I was just more listening. I just, you know, I thought maybe it was a blister or a broken fingernail or something. But he said his, you know, his, the tip of his finger was, was bothering him. So we didn't mess around with that. We just got him out of there. You know, was, was this just a one-pitch thing, you think, or has this been something that's bothering him? No, it just it just happened. You know, um, just offensively, just um, how nice is it to see Naylor, that nine-pitch at bat, finish it off with that home run. Just And what does it say? I think he's hitting 281 over the last 20 games or so. Just what have you thought about where, where he's been? I was so glad that because his first at bat, after Bobby hit the ball to left field, Naylor really won really well in left field. And because he didn't get rewarded for it, I was hoping it wouldn't get bigger and longer. And he did. I mean, he really took a nice swing at that ball. And he had a really good at-bat. You know, like you alluded to, a, a, a long, lengthy at-bat. He fouled some balls off, and then he took a really good swing. You mentioned Bobby getting the home run the other way. And I know it's not a lot of games, but how much – what have you thought of him hitting the ball the other way? I know he had another ball that he hit pretty hard the other way as well earlier that didn't get a hit. But but if he does that, he will get hits. And he's strong enough to get rewarded, but he drives the ball the other way. But it's not a bad thing when he takes that little bit, you know, that swing. And that was actually a really nice play that kid made down there because that's a double. Hey, uh, Terry, how important uh, – what did you think of your effort by your bullpen tonight, especially – Shaw coming into that game, you know, in at short notice when uh, when Aaron had to leave. Well, that was part of the reason we went to him because we know he can get ready in a hurry and it's not going to fluster him. It's not going to, you know, three two counts not an easy thing to do. Flipped a breaking ball over for an out and then came out and got him again. Uh, we've been doing that f with us for a while. That was that was very important. Tito, what what did you think of? Uh, your pitchers being inspected after come after each inning almost. Well, well I mean, uh, Hunter Wendelstadt actually visited both with me and David Ross before the game. And I thought he did a really good job of explaining it and what they were going to do and how they would do it. And that, that puts you at ease a little bit. I thought they, I thought they handled themselves extremely well. They're not looking to throw people out of a game. And he made that abundantly clear. They just they have a job to do, and we have a job to do. And hopefully, everybody does it the way they're supposed to. You won't see any fireworks. Tito, have you ever thought, when you look at your pitching situation, you think, you know, what is going on here? Why me? Or why us? I don't think, Pointy, that's not the way we operate. Um, I mean, uh, I don't think that's productive. I think we'll spend our energy trying to figure it out. That's going to be hard enough. 
So rather than feel sorry for ourselves, we'll just try to figure it out the best we can. So again, a, a good night in terms of being a win, but also some concerns for the engines on the injury front once again. Well, before the game, we had a chance to visit with Josh Naylor on the Indians warm-up show and talk about uh, getting that swing where he likes it to be. He had the game-winning RBI base hit in Pittsburgh on Sunday, and he talked about that base hit, uh, his approach at the plate, hitting lefties, which he had success against last night, and some other things, too, that uh, were kind of interesting before the game, considering the type of game he had last night. Welcome back to Indians Warm-Up. Joining us now, Josh Naylor, Tribe outfielder who came up with what turned out to be the game-winning base hit yesterday in the 2-1 to win at Pittsburgh. And Josh, it, it comes off a lefty uh, at a time where the team needed it. And, and obviously, you, you love to come through in those situations. And what was going through your mind as that plate appearance came about? Um, I mean, obviously, they brought in a new pitcher, and I was expecting uh, Offsby to start. I mean, they brought in a lefty, and that's kind of the game plan when you bring in a lefty, I feel like, is just get the lefty hit it to roll over somehow. Uh, so I was kind of just anticipating a, an off-speed pitch, and you know, thank God I got through the through the hole. I know over the years you hear certain hitters, left-handed batters, say that you know it's okay to face some lefties because it makes you do certain things that are good for your swing. Is that the case with you sometimes? And if so, what are those things that can help you out? Yeah, I mean, I love facing lefties. Anytime you get to face a lefty, it's 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 a huge challenge, and it, and it's a great challenge because you can always learn. Um, when you face a lefty as a lefty, I feel like. You know, you have to stay in line with with the pitch, with um, with your body. You got to stay to center field, and it can really show you if you're truly pulling off or not. So facing a lefty is it's it's huge for a left-handed bat. It really, I think, it helps you get back on track. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Josh Naylor after this short break. Welcome back to Indians Warm Up. We're at Wrigley Field in Chicago, joined by Tribe outfielder Josh Naylor. Game-winning base hit yesterday, and, and Josh, obviously, you go through ups and downs through the course of the season. Uh, when you do go through a tough patch, what do you try and do to, to get back on track and, and be the hitter that we've seen on a lot of occasions this year? Um, just kind of go back to basics, uh, see the ball, hit the ball, don't think too much about counts or, or pitches, and just, just be selective kind of in your zone, and it'll all come back. You know, baseball's a game of failure, like you said, and it's tough as it is, and if we could just simplify it as much as we can, we're going to be successful. And as you get deeper into this season, is, is it helpful that – you get to go out there and work through anything and, and try and get back on track that way? Absolutely. I mean, anytime you can be on the field, whether it's practice or a game, it's a blessing because you got to work on your whole game and you get, you get, you know, see what needs improving, see what, what you can work on a little bit or whether it's defensively or offensively. So anytime we're on the field, I mean, as a group or as individuals, I feel like it, we have to take it serious because, you know, this is our game. This is our kind of our our tools we got to sharpen. So it's great just to be out here any chance you get. National League Park, so National League rules. You're in the National League for a long time with the Padres. Any difference to you, or is it really the same game? Um, it's the same game, but it, it, it's different also. I mean, you have the pitcher hitting, and uh, if you're on the bench that day, you kind of just got to watch each inning go by and, and you know study the game a little bit on the bench and, and know when it's it could be time to, to pinch hit or double switch may happen. So you always got to kind of be on your toes and just, just watching the game in this type of uh, game in National League. And Wrigley Field, one of the tra- traditional parks. You like coming here? Love it. No, this place is very it's historic. It's it's electric when when the fans get here, and and the stadium itself. It just it it brings such good vibes to it. All right, Josh. Thanks for the time. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. So that's pregame from Josh Naylor. Here's postgame after hitting a home run, just missing one, and also getting another base hit off a lefty. 
I mean, I was just, I was kind of waiting for something in middle-ish part of the zone. I knew he'd probably give me a few sliders. Um, that's what he did my second at-bat when we faced him at home. So I was kind of expecting it after hitting um, a fastball uh, first at-bat. But I was just, I was just trying to look for something in that zone and um, took nine pitches to get it. And I was just trying to be as patient as I could, foul off as many as I could just, just to be, you know, get ready for that right one. Did, did your first at bat perhaps lead into that? That that at bat you hit the ball well to, to left field. Uh yeah, I was uh, that first at bat. I was kind of hesitant on swinging first pitch or not, but I mean I saw it kind of sink a little bit outside of the zone, and I felt comfortable swinging and, and just kind of missed it a little bit. But I definitely felt comfortable in the box um, seeing that sinker. So yeah, going into my second at bat, it gave me a little bit of more confidence. Josh, what's your reaction when you see Aaron Savali all of a sudden have to come out of a game? And, yeah, you know, you know what, man? It's tough, bro. It's it's tough, uh, especially, you know, not having Beebs or Plea here either. It's, it's tough potentially losing him. I'm not really sure what the details are about his injury, but I you know, I pray for him, and, and I hope he's okay. It was, it was sad to see him right, and I really didn't know how to react, man. It was it was like, damn, man, civ of all people, you know, having such an incredible season and, and doing so well. Um, definitely feel bad for him. Seems like you've swung the bat a little bit better over the last week or two. Is there anything specific from a mechanical standpoint or, or, or your swing that you might attribute that to or, or that you felt good with lately? Um, not really mechanic-wise, to be honest with you. More just kind of pitch selection and, and just a little bit of confidence, man. I'm just trying to provide for the team and, and take myself out of the equation and just kind of settle down in there and just just breathe, you know what I mean? Not put so much pressure on myself. And not like I was doing that before, but just just really trying to provide for the team. And, and yeah, again, not thinking selfishly, just more, you know, how can I help this this inning or you know whatever the scenario is, how can I move the guy? If I need to score him, I need to look for a certain pitch and just kind of growing slowly. Um, but yeah, just just watching the game, man, learning from from the players I have on this team. First few hitters, I mean, I try to learn from them and, and yeah. Josh, how much did you have to stretch on that last one um, to get that last out? How much did you have to stretch? Uh, honestly, not as bad as I thought it would be, to be honest with you. It wasn't that terrible. Um, I was ready to stretch them, and I know Hayward was going to kind of run down the line hard, and he's a big dude, takes big strides, and he covers a lot of ground. So I knew I had to kind of extend out there quick. And, uh, yeah, thank, thankfully the throw was, was in that vicinity, and I was able to, to get it. Always fun to have Josh Naylor uh, stopping by either pre or post game. He uh, really is a a fun person to have on the team, and uh, a good couple of days here for him. And and again, a very young player who's learning as he goes, but getting that first chance to play every day, and uh, seemingly getting better all the time as he learns through this 2021 season. That's going to do it for episode number 47 of the Rosie Report. Thanks as always to Bart Swain, Courtberry Trip, and Austin Contrulis for all of their help. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks, as always, for listening and downloading to The Rosie Report. This has been The Rosie Report. 